I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Bubbling Adventure. We help busy parents who want to set their kids up for success by providing them tools to build a deeper connection with their family and to spend more stress-free time with their kids. I am your host, Julie, and each Thursday we are having conversations with guests on different themes, and our aim is to have open discussions, share different points of view, and learn in a non-judgmental way. In today's episode, we talk about basic life skills for teens with Antoine Thompson, also known as Coach T. Antoine is a youth coach, mentor, author, podcaster, and speaker. His main goal is to help the next generation find their own futures and become the best leaders. Together, we talk about resilience and communication through a support system, how to set and achieve goals, the importance of teamwork, and to know your kids' friends. Antoine also gives us some thought-provoking questions for teens and for parents. As always, thank you so much for listening. Although we are more and more on the bubbling adventure, I can see that some of you have not subscribed yet. Please do so if you haven't already. It truly helps the podcast grow. You can also write a review if you're listening from Apple Podcasts. Click on the five-star button on Spotify and join us on Instagram at The Bubbling Adventure for daily parenting content. But without further ado, let's begin. Hi Antoine, how are you today? I am great, Julie. How are you doing today? Very good. Thank you so much for being here. Could you please introduce yourself to the audience? Yes, ma'am. My name is Antoine Thompson, but I go by Coach T, and I am a basketball coach, mentor, author, podcast host, and TV host. And I, my mission and passion in life is helping the next generation of young people become the best leaders they possibly can. And for me, the way to do that is to teach them the skills and soft skills, if you will, that aren't readily being taught in our school systems. I believe that our school systems are, are teaching our kids how to become workers. So when they graduate school, they come back, get in the workforce and just work for somebody else when they have the ability to be their own leaders and define their own futures. And that is what uh, inspires me and motivates me. 
Uh, I have two companies that I run. Number one, I'm a founder and executive director of JLT Fieldhouse, which is a nonprofit, 501c3 nonprofit youth coaching and mentoring organization. And our mission statement is coaching and mentoring the leaders of tomorrow. And we do this by utilizing the game of basketball as our platform or our catalyst to teach life skills through the sport of basketball. As many parents know, their kids learn so much from sports and there are key elements of sports that do carry over to life. And then I'd like to share a couple of them as uh, mm -hmm. communication. You know, when you're able to communicate with teammates, that means you can communicate with your peers, your friends, your parents, your boss, any or potential um, employer. Um, resiliency. You know, when you don't do well, how do you bounce back from resiliency? Well, you need a support system. And that's what a team does. And that's both your family is a, a team. So a, a family can help you through tough times. Um, the other is about reaching goals. How do you set and achieve goals? Number one, you have to define what those goals are. And in a team setting, obviously, every team wants to win a championship. Well, how do you win that championship? Well, number one, everybody has to understand their role. Everybody can't be a superstar. And that is a leader's responsibility, a coach's responsibility. And in a family setting, that's a parent's responsibility. Set their kids up for success. And then uh, the other part that's really important to me is relationships and building and, and fostering positive relationships. You're not going to get along with everybody that you meet, but you can always respect the people that you meet. And we're not all supposed to agree with everything that everybody says, but you can respect somebody's opinion without having an argument or disagreement about it. So that's the big part of what JLT Fieldhouse is about. And when the COVID pandemic came along, it actually shut down our nonprofit programming 100%, like literally mm -hmm. in a day. And for 11 months, we weren't able to do anything because uh, not being accessible, a uh, gym's not being accessible to us because of the uh, pandemic. So it gave me an opportunity to reflect on how can I continue to provide the mentorship to young people outside of the athletic component, not having basketball as, a, as my uh, platform. So I started Coach T's Corner, which is an online mentoring academy that and its mission statement is to educate, support and inspire the next generation of leaders. And this is through the same skill sets, but without the athletic component. And that leads to why I was just what led to me writing my book was you know, I think the pandemic was a blessing in that regard because it gave me an opportunity to take all of the skills that I taught on that I teach on the basketball court and with the team and put that in a book. And Julie, believe it or not, I didn't realize that I've been teaching all this stuff for 37 years. And when you get a chance to sit back and go, wow, that started like in 1985. And uh, so I got an opportunity to sit down and put that in writing. And I narrowed it down to three areas that are really important. And that's where I created my Sea of Success, uh, which is a model that I use to apply to all of those skill sets I mentioned before. And that is simplicity, effort, and attitude of success. Um, regardless of what kids go through, if they keep things simple, they would be easier to be successful, achieve goals, um, overcome obstacles, and things of that nature. Um, the effort is all about applying effort. You know, you keep it simple. Everything, nothing's going to be easy. And young people already face enough challenges in their lives as it is, trying to fit in, trying to be successful, trying to keep their parents happy, trying to keep their teammates, your coaches, whatever it may be. And then the last one I think is the most important, and that is attitude. Uh, you have to have a positive attitude. Uh, 
you can't apply maximum effort. You can't keep anything simple if your attitude is not positive. And one of my favorite quotes is a positive attitude won't solve all your problems, but it will annoy enough people to make it worth the effort. <laughs> so I think that's something that's really important. And the last thing I'll share with you is how and my why behind all of this and, and why I do this. I think a lot of people like to know well, why why you as not being a parent, what to, why do you care so much about young people? Well, my father is the reason. And my father was not my biological father. He uh, married my mom and adopted my older brother and I when I was about three years old. And the first thing he did after he married my mom was he legally adopted my older brother and I. And by changing our names, he changed our lives. And he served 30 years in the United States Marine Corps and served two tours of Vietnam. And unfortunately, we lost him in 1996 to leukemia. Uh, and from that day that he passed, I searched long and hard of ways to honor him because I'm the man I am today because of the sacrifice that he made, not just to our country, but taking two young men and raising him as his own biological sons. So when I started JLT Fieldhouse, it's named in his honor and it's uh, stands for Joe Lewis Thompson Fieldhouse. So that is my why. And it's every day that I go to work and do what I do, it reminds me of why I do what I do. Wow, that's, uh, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for everything that you do because it's definitely a very honorable mission that you have and yeah and it's it's a lot and as you said for example you started the online coaching and you wrote the book thanks to the pandemic which you know you managed to find some positive in this crazy situation that we we're all in so that's good but how how did you get started because you said it was in 1995 why you know, like, obviously, I understand that you want to honor your, your father, but also, how did you start? Did you study something special? How did you get going? Oh, with coaching? Oh, yeah. So actually, it's funny how that started. And there's actually a story in my book about it. In 1985, um, a friend of mine was a PE teacher, and she said, there's a, a basketball league that's looking for coaches, they have more kids than they have coaches. And I got cut from the basketball team every year in school. So I wasn't good enough to make the team, but I love the sport. And I'm like, you know, I love it just because I can't play. It doesn't mean I can't be a part of it. So I started coaching this team. And the interesting thing, Julie, was the team I coached turned out to be a team that was not the team wasn't picked to be on the good team. So they were the leftover players, if you will. And for me, it was an opportunity to um, coach, but it was also I found out early on that I was impacting these kids beyond the game because I, I started teaching about teamwork in the early parts of it, not just about X's and O's and making baskets and stopping people. It was about trusting each other and things of that nature. And I and after that, I was like, wow, I love this coaching thing. And I realized I can make more of an impact while I coach. And so I started coaching there and I ended up coaching a high school um, JV team and, and freshman team. And you'll appreciate this. So in 1990, I coached a young man. And last year, he reached out to me. And I've talked to him since then. He reached out to me through another contact. He was trying to get in touch with me. And when I saw the email, I knew exactly who it was. I mean, my memory, I remember almost every player I've ever coached. And I remember him. And the first thing I did was I went down to my, my uh, basement. And I went through all my team pictures and I found a picture. 
and we'd set up a Zoom call because I wanted to have the picture of my background so he would know, hey, I remember who you were. And the reason he wanted to get back in touch with me because his teenage son was going through a tough time with his coach, a rowing coach. And he said he was talking to his son and he started reciting things that I said to him in 1990 wow. when I was coaching him when he was 14 years old. And now he's in his mid 40s. And so that's just an example of when you make an impact and you don't realize what an impact you're making until years later. So uh, I just share that to kind of bring all that back home. So how I got started and why I continue it. Yeah, I mean, these type of things is definitely like the like it's it's great. You feel great when that happens. And, and it's, you know, the full uh, circle of you helped him and now he needs help with his son and you get right. to help once again. You know, it's it's really just all positive and when the impact is so positive it's you know the fact that he was able to just recite it means that it really stuck with him um and so you say that you work with preteens and teens what in your opinion is the best age range to implement these values and you know the the team building aspects now, uh, I will clarify, for as far as our nonprofit goes, we actually work with kids as young as kindergarten. So I, we work with okay. the every age group when it comes to basketball. But as far as the mentoring part, middle school and high school, and why that's so important, that's just is a transitional period where kids are really influential. And everything, when they get to middle school, it's all about fitting in. It's about making a mm -hmm. name for themselves. It's about, am I going to be an in crowd or am I going to lead the in crowd? Or am I going to be an outcast or am I going to be a troublemaker? Am I going to be this or am I going to be that? So it's an early opportunity to say, be who you are. And you don't have to be a follower. You could be your own leader. That doesn't mean you have to have a pack of people behind you. You could be a, a leader of one. And that's the most important thing because you are setting an example for other people. And I think that's where identity issues come in with kids, too, because they're trying to figure out where do I fit in and where they're nice to me. So I'll go with that group. Uh, then the other part is about knowing what's right and what's wrong. And a lot of kids follow the they follow the crowd, follow the crowd. And the, the old uh, that saying the FOMO, the fear of missing out, they all fear the teaching that, you know what? You're not missing anything. They're missing you. And that has to be your mindset. Just because you're not there doesn't mean you're missing out. They're missing out on you and what you're doing. And uh, as far as the team part of it, this is a, probably the hardest thing because in this uh, society we live in now, kids are chasing individualism because mm -hmm. of social media, right? Somebody's young, they have a lot of follow. Oh, I want to be like that. Well, how do I do it? My question, I always ask kids questions to make them think I'm, I'm a strong believer in the thought provoking questions. And one of those things is, hey, you have, so you have 10,000 followers and you say you have 10,000 friends. What do you know? Can you tell me something about five of those people that don't live in your area that follow you? And of course they say, no. I said, well, you don't know those people just because they hit a button doesn't mean that you know them. They read something you posted may resonate with them. That just means that you have a connection. And we talk a lot about friends and acquaintances. Uh, everybody thinks everybody that says hello to you is a friend. They're not a friend. Um, they're an acquaintance. Just because you have common interests does not mean that you're going to be best of friends. Um, but those are just uh, some of the things that, to me that are really important that, that we teach. And it is basic life skills.
Yeah. And I think, I guess, you know, some of them must be like, but really when they get home, they just think and, you know, it does eventually, I think the message gets delivered. Uh, but I also remember being a teen and never showing that it's actually helpful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you must be, you must be very, very patient. It makes me think that I should do more team sports because I'm mostly into individual sports. So <laughs> I think I could benefit from, uh, from all of that. That's amazing. And so how how does the the coaching work because you said it's online is it individual coaching is it group how how does it work exactly it is uh the the online is individual and i do group things with the kids still um, exact very perfect uh, case in point uh, one episode of my tv show i did with a group of kids i'm um, actually that one will be coming out uh, in about a month but i did a group nice. session with kids and it was a great session because number one, I invited the kids so they didn't have to be a part of it. So I say, hey, this is what I'm doing. They wanted to be a part of it. And this is what I think is really important for parents to understand. Kids who want a platform to express themselves. They don't have that at school. Unfortunately, they don't have that at home all the time because they always feel like they're controlled. They're in a controlled environment. And I think that parents need to understand if they just ask questions of their kids they will be amazed at how much their kids know how much they've grown and how much more they can connect with their kids um, mm -hmm. I have a a um, thing I do with the kids I always say pose a question to your parents something out of the norm ask them hey when did, what was what was the one time you got in trouble in high school or what was your favorite subject in high school what was your favorite sport what was the highlight of your your high school years that one question leads to a second question that second question leads to a third and oh my gosh, we're having a conversation now. And guess, guess what happened from conversations? Relationships get stronger. And then now guess what? When, it, when your son or daughter gets into a tough situation, they won't hesitate to come to you as opposed to come to somebody like myself. And I will tell you and, and your listeners as well, the parents that are listening to this, you'll be surprised how much your kids share with a coach that they will not share with you. Because I have things that have been shared with me that kids that I promised them I would not share because we built a relationship and a, a loyalty uh, level that they know that I'm not going to repeat what they say. Mm -hmm. yes. And that's about trust and not not judging them, but also listening to them. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, no, that's that's great. That's very inspiring. And that's true because I was just thinking as you were saying that it's in most relationships, I feel, I mean, we feel like we know each other and we're just get caught up in life and we just, you know, day by day just try to make things work and it's it's hard right uh, especially for for parents it's like you especially if you have multiple kids and a job and so on like you're just like trying to feed everyone and like everyone go to sleep at a, a decent time and so on but it's true in general when you ask questions people like to talk about themselves and you just learn so much more and that's something that I love doing as well, even with my grandparents now, because now I have the value of what, you know, everything that they say is so interesting and, you know, history tends to repeat itself and so on. So you can learn from their past and so on. So I think it's, it's really fascinating and it's true. Sometimes it's just asking a couple more questions and spending the extra time and yeah. So, and it goes both ways, as you said, that's amazing. Yeah, definitely. It makes me want to talk to everyone. One of the crazy questions, uh, I I didn't mean to, uh, just uh, one of the ones I asked in the uh, episode was, if the kids could have one superpower, what would it be and why? Tells you everything about how they think imagination, right? And of course, all their answers were selfish. You know, they wouldn't, you know, be able to read people's minds, go back in time, change things so they can get rich and all these crazy things like that. But it's still fun to hear them say it, say it at that age. You would think that that's something that a toddler would say, you know, I want to be this, I want to be that, something crazy. But you give them an opportunity to share, you'd be amazed at what you'll get. Yeah, I love that as well, because there's no right or wrong. It's not like in school where they get asked so many questions, but there's points you know, attached to it. And yeah, as you say, it's like sometimes it's just questions like that. It could be what's your favorite shape and why, you know, things like that. It's just like, there's yeah. no right or wrong, but it's just interesting. <laughs> yeah. Just to find out about them. And one of the other great ones is, um, so your um, house is on fire. You can only save three things. What are those three things that you save? And again, there's no right or wrong answer, but it lets you know what's important. It lets you know early on what's important to you. Is mm-hmm. it material things or is it, bigger than material things and a lot of kids are uh, connected with material things but initially it may be material but when you ask a question it makes them think for a second oh my gosh if I say my um, electronics or my game uh, console that's selfish that means that my family stays in there 
you know? Um, so it, it makes them think a little bit and, and that's all you ever want them to do is, is to start thinking a little bit more and a little outside the box. Yeah, that's true. That's great. And so what would you recommend to parents, maybe parents who are struggling with their teens and, you know, they might be feeling a disconnect or they cannot get through to them. What would you recommend? There's something really important is for parents to understand. And like I said, I'm learning as a coach and a mentor too, because uh, having a hosting a podcast, have a lot of uh, experts that come on and I get to learn. And one of the things that I learned over the last year, which I knew, but didn't really understand until I heard it again, and got to explain to me when your kids are going through transitions and sometimes where they're very attached and all of a sudden they become detached. That's not necessarily because of you. It, yes, it could be because of what they're going through, but as your kids get older, they're also trying to find out who they are. And sometimes the way that they find out who they are is they need space and they need that space to figure out who they are because they're asking internal questions and they're going through physical changes, emotional changes, psychological changes that they don't share with parents. And there's a reason for that is because they don't always want to be dependent on parents because they want to be individuals themselves. So the biggest thing that parents can do is don't try to pull something out of your kids that they don't want to give away, give to you right away. Just let them know that you're there when they want to. By saying that, that lets the kids know, mom, dad's not pressuring me. They're leaving the door open for me to come to them when I need to. And that's all they ever want. But they don't get the opportunity to do that because a lot of parents, are, they prod them constantly. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And all that does is builds a larger divide between the parents and the kids. Yeah, that's true. And I, I guess it feels like too much emotion to control. And again, I think as teens, I mean, I was definitely more on the proud side, but then If you come to me and say, what's wrong, what's wrong? It's I'm going to shut you out because I don't want to be vulnerable or I don't want to, you know, I don't want to feel these feelings right now. So just it's way easier to be mean in a way. But I remember as well that in a time where I wasn't really communicating with my family for a few months, my mom brought me a letter and she stood it um, down my, my, my door so that it would get into my room. And when I was ready, I opened the letter, I read what she had to say, and it still took a couple of weeks to, <laughs> for me to, you know, get around and just sort my feelings out before. I, I mean, I, I never replied by writing to the letter, but then I started to open up again a few weeks after that. So I think it definitely helped. But yeah, I, I also understand on the parent side that you're just very worried and you, you hope that everything's okay and that, you know, it's, it's always a bit nerve wracking when you have a, a teenager not talking to you. So that's interesting. Well, I think the other part, uh, Julie, that's really important too, um, when you, you're, what you just mentioned, your key words you mentioned there was vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Parents also need to be vulnerable with their kids. Because one of the things that uh, parents sometimes forget is their kids see them as invincible. Nothing can hurt them. Nothing can bother them. Well, you and I both know that our parents go through or have gone through a lot of things that we don't know about. But at the same time, when you share 
a failure with your kids and then you share how you overcame that failure, you're sending a message to your kids that, oh, you mean it's okay to fail and you can rebound from it? So they could be going through something thinking their life is like over because of something bad that happened. But if they know that mom, dad have gone through something like this, they can connect with that. They can relate to it. And then guess what else happens? It may open up the opportunity for a conversation to be had when the kids, like in your situation, your, your mom writing the letter took you a little bit of time before you, you kind of came out of it. A conversation may have the same effect. It may take time, but at least you get the opportunity to share that and let your kids think about that. And then that's an opportunity for them not to linger and sulk too long. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, things take time, I think, as well. It's uh, sometimes, you know, I think people expect that one conversation is going to all make it good, but it's not always the case. It can happen, of course. I think also the stronger the relationship, the more likely kids do come back around. And it depends. So some kids don't even really distend themselves. Some do for really months at a time and so on. But if there's relationship is strong then they will come back um to you and it's it's hard to trust in the process because it really feels like an eternity but it does happen so you mentioned obviously asking more questions to build the bond in the first place putting them in team sports and having them involved in a community is there anything else that you would recommend as a preventative option for when they're a bit younger to just have them have a better teenagehood? I think the other part is making sure that they understand uh, when they are um, getting to know who your kids' friends are. You know, that'll say, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So it's all about the people that they're around. Always recognize who your kids are hanging out with um, because if, if they're not willing to bring somebody to meet you or you can't meet them, there's a reason. It's probably not a good reason because they're keeping something from you. So those are things that you need to be wary of. And when your kids are in relationships, make sure you recognize behaviors in your kids when they're in relationships, because they're, when a relationship has ebbs and flows, your relationship's going to have ebbs and flows. So you need to recognize when those happen, because there may be a trigger and a red flag that something's not going well in a friendship or relationship. And if you don't get to it early enough, unfortunately, because of depression and the high suicide rate, you don't want your kids to be one of those statistics. That's very true. It's a good tip. And yes, definitely. I think your circle is so important. And also if you get into trouble or something that's often linked to people you hang out with or if you want to just impress people or you know and I think some kids have the tendency to be a bit more sensitive or a bit more you know like they're going to follow people or they're going to show up so it's also interesting to I think as you say when you meet their friends then you're able to know also the dynamic and where they fit and all that right, um, right. and just be able to tailor to the situation and the risks involved yeah definitely well, let, me That's ask, very let, me, interesting. Let, let me ask you a question have mm -hmm. you ever had friends around have your parents ever told you that to be careful around somebody that you've met have they ever told you that and they were always right 
Right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yes. There you go. I, w- I remember years ago, um, I was around, uh, I was hanging out with some people stuff and my mom, all she said was be careful. Only two words she ever said. About a month later, we were all hanging out at the mall. Well, hanging out with a group of about four friends, two of them shoplifted, but I didn't know about it. And we're going back out to the car and security comes out and takes them, but lets us go because they had watched what happened. So I viewed that as I was uh, spared because number one, I didn't do anything wrong, but I was with the wrong crowd. Yeah. So that was just an example of being at the, in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, definitely. And sometimes it's hard to hear as a kid and you also kind of need to make your own, especially the first time you just make your own experience. And but yeah, definitely. She was like, that's not a friend for you or "Hmm, I don't trust him. (laughs) And and then, oh, guess what? Yeah, she has a radar or something. <laughs> Yo, I think parents definitely have. I think they definitely have radars. But but I say that to say that that's the upside that that listeners can parents can take away from this. Yes, you are still in control. You know, mm-hmm. in in that regard, as far as giving your kids advice, but at the same time, don't be afraid to allow them to fail because that's how they're going to get better is going through adversity because you're not going to, parents are not going to always be there. When those kids get out of college and they get into the real world and you have a presentation for your boss and it's due on Monday and you haven't started, it's not ready. Your parents can't call the boss and say, Hey, give my son or daughter another couple of days to finish the presentation because your son or daughter is going to be looking for a new job. So if mm-hmm. you don't allow them to fail, they're never going to learn to be accountable and responsible for what they need to do to be successful. Definitely. And I, I wonder your thoughts on that is what if your kid is the bully or the bad person? Because we're the villain in someone's story, you know, but right. do you think, first of all, do you think parents know necessarily when their kid is that person or not necessarily or like how to handle it if you if you because obviously when (laughs) when someone is bullied and the school calls they surely also call the bullies parents so do you know how to handle that yeah number one first and foremost goes back to what we're talking about uh, earlier you have to know what's going on in your kids lives typically a bully is a person that is being bullied in some way, fashion, or form. It's not always physical. It's psychological. It's emotional. And they're not in control. So what's the first thing they do? They get around people that they can psychologically and emotionally harass. That's them just lashing out. So there's always a why behind why a kid bullies. And so it could be because they're being harassed online, which is a big part of it now. It's not even in person now. It's electronically but you have to be aware and the why so if you if you find out that your kid is the bully then you have to start you have to start investigating and it doesn't mean grilling your child because that's not going to do anything but make it worse you got to start thinking about hey what's been happening because back to you were talking about earlier about everybody just kind of going through their lives and we're talking about relationship you just kind of assume that things are on the up and up Well, they're not always, if you're not attentive to everything every day or being aware of it, you will lose your kids in some of those ways. And that's one of the ways that it happens is there's typically something that's happening, not necessarily at home, but in in a a clique 
or a group that's caused that. They're not able to be that leader. Well, I want to be the leader of this group. So I can't be the leader of this group. I can be the leader of my own group and start bullying people. Yeah, that's very true. That's very interesting. And at least it's something you know productive to do and empowering for parents. It's like, it's not just... Uh, because I think sometimes when this type of news comes, it's just, you know, the, the the sky is falling on you and you're just like, oh my God, like my world is all upside down. But I think it's good to also have a plan of action and, and try to make things better from that situation. Also, obviously teaching the kid that it's not a way to, it's not the way to go and it's just a vicious circle. Um, definitely. Is there any last advice that you would like to share? Last advice. Oh, that's so much advice I could give you, but, um, or I'd love to give. I mean, I have so many things I always share, but for me, it's all about treasuring the relationship that you have with your kids, value them every day and don't take them for granted because, um, if you're not careful, you'll lose your kids faster than you want to. And I don't mean physically, I'm just meaning emotionally. Um, and you want to stay as connected with them and be a support for them and don't be a distraction. Um, that's uh, And I, I say that is, is usually used a lot in the sports realm because parents are so involved in sports. Now you hear all these horror stories about parents getting involved. But mm -hmm. that starts at home, too, is, you know, don't be a distraction to your kids. Be a support for your kids, regardless of what they're doing, support what they're doing. You can give advice, but don't tell them no when they may be trying to find their way. Um, and that means uh, not necessarily go like, hey, I want to go jump off a, uh, a mountain and skydive. Well, with no experience, that's not a good thing to do. But if they want to try something and it's going to give them an opportunity to learn about themselves, let them do it, support it. If it doesn't work, guess what? They've learned that that's not for them, and you've allowed them to find out that that's not for them. So support them with what they're doing, and you'll be surprised that they'll come to you more often when they need something, and your relationship will grow and be stronger for years to come. This is very beautiful, and it's true. I think we need to try things to know if it's for us or not, and what a better time to do it than when you're a kid, because there's no... I mean, depending on what it is, of course, but it's, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, activities and passions and so on, there's no repercussions really. And, and it's the fact that you as a parent can also monitor and like be there and so on is, is very helpful. So yeah, I completely agree with you. Thank yeah. you so much, Antoine. We will leave all of your links in the show notes so everyone can go and have a look at your work and subscribe to your social media platform and, and follow you everywhere. So thank you so, so much for all your wisdom. It was great speaking with you. Well, thank you, Julie. I really appreciate you having me on this great conversation and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to share if you think it might be helpful to someone you know. If you enjoyed this episode, then please make sure to write a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and subscribe if you haven't already. That's it for me. See you soon with the next episode. And in the meantime, have a lovely day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 